shitty diaper. That's why. <laughs> you gonna oh. need to change that. Hey, three, two, one. Yeah, just stop. It says recording. I know. Give me a minute. I'm re- I'm recording on the other thing too. <laughs> this, I ain't editing this. I am not editing any of this out. All right. Yeah, come all on, right, man. So we live on both ends. We live on both ends. All right. So listen, uh, this is <laughs> Old Heathens over there with uh, Talk Five. All right. We got Demarcus Black. I am the lovely Diana. It's Victor Moan. We <laughs> whispered that, but I think he said Victor Moan. Yep. And this is DBE. What's up, y'all? All right, and DBE. So for this one, it's, it's four of us. We lost uh we lost T Nice. Maybe we'll get him back in the middle, or maybe we'll get him back on the next one. Uh however, for talk five, our first topic is going to be um the difference between real friends or true friends and associates. So what y'all guys got on that? Well, I think a lot of people get comfortable with just because they know somebody or they've talked to somebody or anything of that sort that you are automatically friends. And I think oftentimes people mistaken, you know, associate or acquaintance as a friendship. And it's not necessarily the case at all times. I'd like to consider what we got going on over here more than a friendship than an acquaintance. Um, Especially with me being the guy that just kind of got thrown into the group. I still don't know how I got into the group, but I'm still here. We asked ourselves that question. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But... But guess what? I'm here, bitch. And, you know, I consider it a friendship. Like I told y'all, we've all talked on a personal level at one point in time. And, you know, I do like to consider y'all as friends. Um, But I do feel like a lot of associates don't know how to distinguish that line. I mean, what do y'all think about that? I kind of think that, um, you know, the, the, the difference between a friend and an associate, right? You can invite associates over for dinner. You know what I mean? Uh, the friends are going to stay there and help you clean the dishes. Um, and what I mean by that is, like you said, you know, how how, how deep you let somebody in, into your life, but how deep you're willing to get involved in their life, too. So, Well, well you ain't do no you know, dishes when I invited I'll, you over for Thanksgiving. I was going to say, Vic, you, you got friends that do dishes? Oh, okay. Yeah, because uh, now, um, now, now I feel a little paused because now I think I'm your more of your acquaintance because you, you didn't even uh, attempt to wash the no, dish when you ate all that dinner, though. No, because... Because what well, she and I did too. When I came over for Thanksgiving, everything was on uh on the aluminum on aluminum trays and paper plates, so there wasn't no yeah. dishes to do. Yeah, you even brought the little brown bag and everything because you you were he prepared. brought a brown bag. Oh no, yeah, he had, had his I doggy had, bag. I had to take some home because he had he had some amazing food over there. Him and his wife put the, put together a meal. But I tell you what, I was eating, and then I had taken a break and I was eating some more. And then uh, they asked me if I was still hungry, so I had I had some more after that. And then uh, then they had dessert, and I had some of that twice. <laughs> but yeah. it was good food. Yeah, I mean, so okay, so I guess so. From what you're saying, if someone come acquaintances or associates can come over, which I agree with that. However, you know, your friends are gonna probably go that extra mile. Yeah, and, and and you know, and I use it as an analogy, right? Like like mm-hmm. uh, your 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 acquaintances, I think, will use you to the extent that you allow them to use you, and your your friends are going to appreciate what you're doing and try and support you in doing that thing. That makes sense. Okay. What you yeah, got, I can Marcus? agree with that. Did we lose Demarcus? 
No, we ain't losing me. I'm still here. I'm trying to <laughs> rationalize some of my thoughts because I realized lately that my concept of friendship might not jive with other people's concept of friendship. Well, let's hear now, it. I, I like to. I like to know what it is. I name. would say oh, that is an actual factual statement right there. I can agree because what? we are good friends, but I feel okay, like 100%. we may be associates. So one hundred percent. I I need to. I need to hear this too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so we posted this this kind of uh, earlier on in the week. Hey, what do you have more of, friends or associates? From what it looked like from our polls, uh, it was a it was a lot more people who said they had more associates than they had friends. And when I asked why or if that bothered them, most of them said no, but they told me why. And the answer that one of the the, the young ladies gave me was, you know, that between marriage and children and day to day work. And all the things that she has to do, there's very little time that she has for friends. So the people that she actually calls friends, um, she puts that time towards. And then all the other people, she doesn't. But she realizes that the, the people that she puts the time for, they do the same thing for her. But the other ones that she doesn't, she probably never hears from them if she doesn't reach out. So I realize that, and I'm not talking about you all, but I realize that it often... I text people throughout the week to see how they're doing. And if I don't text them, I never hear from them again. I hear from you guys all, all the time. Uh, but when I say that I'm, I'm, I'm in the process of trying to figure out what friendship is, it's because I'm having a hard time. I can clearly, I can clearly outline what associates are. Those are the people that I only talk to during work, right? And, and anything after that, I don't care about. But then when I sit down and I say friends, like, I talk to you guys almost two, three times a day, right? But but there are some things that I feel like I can't tell you all. There are some things I feel like I can't share because our personalities are that to where like it makes it uncomfortable, if that makes sense. Well, no, it does make sense. And I think too, uh, a lot of times people look at um, friendships and acquaintances and associates and they, they they place a label on something that's a two-way street. Uh, and what I mean is you may consider someone your friend, but they may not consider you their friend. And I can understand so, it. I can, I can see that. So, and, you know, ahead. you reach out a lot. You reach out a lot and, and, uh, and you, you know, you checking in on these other people because you want to see how they're doing. You care about their well-being uh, and just their, their overall how how are you today type stuff you know mm-hmm. but if they don't if they don't have the same appreciation for you they don't respond in kind or they they don't reach out like that correct but i think my disconnect comes where in my mind in my head i expect a friend to know to extent what my issue is and be able to adjust to help me process it um that is not an actual factual thing that's not a real thing because I know you guys are my friends and I know you're tr- you try to help me with things. But more times than none, if I tell you something, I know how Vic is going to respond. I know how Diana is going to respond. I know how Ego, I know how T-Nice is going to respond. Right. And in my mind, when I sit there and do that, that adjustment, I'm like, OK, I don't want to hear Vic's standpoint on this. I, I don't want to hear Diana's standpoint on this. You know who I can talk to who might be more easily um, identifiable? Usually it's T-Nice. Like I can go to T nice and say, Hey man, I want to burn fucking everything. goddamn down. And he's like, I'm with you. You know what that lets me know? That's, that's what that lets me know is you're not looking 
for somebody's honest opinion. You're looking for someone who is going to um uh what's the word I wanna wanna use here? You're looking for somebody who's gonna agree with you. You're looking for an agreeable an agreeable point of view. And that's not necessarily true. Go ahead. And I think uh, that's Mike. that's the that's the thing with, with so, friends though. Real quick, that's the thing with friends is I'm gonna give you my honest opinion and it's coming from me and it's because I'm a friend of yours that I'm gonna give you my opinion. Correct. And there's nothing wrong with that, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that I've noticed with T Nice. He will go in there and be like, cool, man, let's burn this shit the fuck down. Let's do it. And when he says that, it's almost like something like clicks. I'm like, hey, bro, no, fuck, what the fuck's wrong with you? We ain't gonna burn, burn this shit down. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, I'm like, no, man, we're not gonna burn. I'm upset, but we're not gonna burn this shit down. And then he kind of talks through it. So it's almost like he kind of like does that acknowledgement and yes to kind of see where it goes, but then he understands that I'm just saying that shit for that moment, and he's able to get my attention and walk me through it from there, vice coming in hot and be like, hey, man, that's 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 dumb or that's stupid, or hey, here's my opinion on this. You know what I'm saying? It sounds weird, but that's how it usually works. It doesn't. It doesn't sound weird. So I understand where Victor Moan is coming from in regards to you want friends that are going to be able to give you their honest opinion, you know, even when you don't want to hear it, but I also understand exactly what you're saying to Marcus, as far as you have that, those one or two friends that are just, you about to fight. I'm about to fight. Let's just go who, whatever it is. We, we throw in hands. Right. And I understand it. However, I think the disconnect is everyone has their, their particular thing that they're good at. I'm a positive person. I just like to be positive about a lot of things. And I know that sometimes that's not where you're coming from. You just wanted to destroy everything. So I get why you resonate with um, T nice because you're like, okay, he's not, he's not trying to logically talk me off of the bridge. He's just willing to allow me to be in that moment and feel that way. So that's not saying that both ways aren't right. It's just the approach, but that's why you have friends like that. So you have a variety of different responses that you're looking for. I think you just can't rely on that to be your initial assessment every time you go into a situation or you are going to disconnect from your friends that actually do care because majority of the time they're just trying to help you understand what you don't see for yourself at that moment. You just may not be ready to hear it. And most of the time, T-Nice want to burn everything down all the time, every day, all day. So I could see why you're like, yeah, that's that's my point of view. I like it. I think both ways make sense. It's just figuring out what you're looking for. Now, to a certain extent, um, I'm with you, right? But I think it's more that um, it allows me time to process. When I talk to anyone else, it's more like, they're trying to give me their perspective right at that time. And for everything for me, I have to I have to come down off of whatever ledge or mountain I'm on before I'll actually take in or consider anyone else's opinion. So basically before any type of like either constructive criticism or just criticism period, you want some sort of buy-in or not buy-in, but like maybe like, hey, he he's on the same playing field as I am right now. He understands where I'm coming from, but then shortly after that, he might be like, all right, man, so what's going on? Yeah, Maybe and they- I say that because with T-Nice, it's almost a shock. 
Like, it's almost a shock. Like, I say some crazy shit. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And then for me, it's like, well, hold up, hold up, man. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't do this. Let me, let me logically think about this now because now it's not, it's not me being the crazy one. It's like, maybe this dude's crazy. I need to mm -hmm. rationalize this stuff so I can be the rational one. That's how I usually see it when I have a conversation with him. With anyone else, it's more like, and it's not all of you. It's, it's so when I talk to Vic, we've already had this conversation. It feels like Vic comes off as this like father figure that knows best and like it kind of just rubs me the wrong way from time to time. So sometimes I just can't go to him about certain things. And for Diana, when you're you 53, I mean, that's pretty I mean, much a given. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. And with okay. Diana, she will, she does a lot of this coddling thing for a certain amount of time. But when she's ready to tell you about yourself, she's going to tell you about yourself from, from day 42 back to day one. You know what I'm saying? It's like all of it hits you at once. It's like, God damn. Yeah. Okay. I got you. That makes sense. I think with that, though, is, that's the that's the thing about friendship, right? To me, anyway, is because I consider you my friend. I'm not going to appease your wants when you're you're bringing an issue towards me, right? Like if I consider you a friend, then that means I care enough about you to tell you what I think, not what I think you want to hear. Correct, but it's not so much the, in my opinion, it's not so much the words, but the delivery. I know that. There are certain things I have to say Diego a certain way that I can say completely different to to T nice, because if I don't come off, if I don't initiate the right way, then the information that I'm putting forward will not be heard or not be processed. And, and, and that, too, though, to your point, is knowing the difference between a friend and an acquaintance. Correct. And with an acquaintance, an acquaintance, you don't you don't really care how you approach them as much. You know what I mean? Like with a friend. Correct. Uh, you you care enough to give them that honesty, so I, I see what you're saying. And I, and I prefer a friend to be honest. I mean, obviously, kind of see where I'm coming from, and then kind of give me a, a little bit of different perspective along the way. Uh, maybe later on, like you're saying, because I think that's that's important. You don't want your friend to come off like you know a complete dick from the from the very beginning, but you know to at least give you like a, a different perspective because you're gonna always look through your lens, right? Correct. But, if, if somebody kind of gives you, hey, well, have you considered looking at it from this perspective or thought about this or that? And, you know, you, you'd be surprised how it's like, damn, you know, I didn't even think about that. So I like I like the approach that you're thinking. Um, sometimes I do take that approach when someone when, you know, one of my friends is talking to me, uh, especially like one of my closer friends, when they tell me, you know, when I completely go off the handle and something like that. And then they kind of like, Oh man, like, you know, what's going on? You good. You need me for this, whatever. And then later on, it's like, so what happened? Oh, well, X, Y, and Z. And then they say, well, I'm with you. Absolutely. You were in the right or whatever. And then they go, or the, the on the other side, they can be like, all right, man. So I got you. I feel you to a certain extent. However, you know, think about this, this, and that. And I'm like, Hmm, that kind of makes sense. And it's after that, I guess, that cool down period that you're discussing, because, you know, I think I always feel like there needs to be a certain, especially when you're in a heated moment or something like that, where no matter what anybody says, it's not going to matter. Correct. Now, you're, 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 you're already set in that mindset, right? Correct. Give yep. it give it a few minutes, give it an hour, whatever it is, however amount of time it is. And then you can kind of give your perspective without that person 
you know, being you in that moment saying, man, this guy's completely against me, man. Fuck you. Exactly. Because that's how I see it sometimes. Like if you've known me for multiple years and something goes down, why haven't you learned by now to, you know, just let me process it for a minute to make it make sense to myself and bring myself off that ledge. And then we can talk about what you're going to talk about. Because if you come at me trying to like with this high, you know, um, how you, you know, things high and almighty and you should talk, do this or you should calm down this. Listen, I'm not even going to hear none of that. I'm new. I'm not going to hear it. All I'm going to get is agitated because now I have someone in my face when I'm already irritated or agitated at a situation, you know, but I, I hear what you're saying. I, I like, I like that. And, and I apologize if y'all here, I got my, my badass kid in the background uh, playing daddy daycare today, but it's all good. That's, that's how I should be, I guess. Yeah, so what I'll do is, you know, you'll hear me coming in and cu coming out because I'll just put it on mute. But anyway, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think it's, um, you know, you just, one, you have to know the person that you're associating with or that you're talking to. So if it's a friend, you know how your friend reacts, especially if it's a friend. You should know exactly how this individual reacts to the given situation. If it's, if it's an acquaintance, like Vic was saying, you can really care less. Uh, you might who knows depending on a person you might care a little bit but you're not going to care as much so i i think it's it's key to understand you know your friends and how they are yep true story what do you got vic you got anything to close this up no, I, I i think i've i've said most of my piece you know i think there's a there's definitely a difference in between uh friends and acquaintances and it's the amount of uh of trust and responsibility and respect that you have with each other that kind of determines the difference you know Okay. You got a closing statement, uh, Ego? Uh, no, I'm good, man. All right. So for me, closing, uh, to, to, to piggyback off what Vic said is, yeah, for me, a friend is someone I have a certain level of comfortability with, like someone I can feel comfortable talking to uh, about certain things in my life. That is that, that open door that leads to the actual friendship. If I have an acquaintance, that's someone I don't even consider you know, diving into anything that's personal or bothering me. It's just like, hey, man, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, see you tomorrow. Cool. But that friend is that, that person that, you know, at some point in time, I'm going to choose or opt to lean on or ask for their advice. So, yeah, I am wholeheartedly in agreement with, uh, with Vic and uh, Diana and uh, Ego. All right. So with that being said, uh, we can talk about Ego's fucking topic, which was uh, – what is it? Hood food favorites? I don't, I'm not even sure what that is, but hood, hood food favorites. Ah, oh, man. So this this right here is near and dear to my heart because ever, so, you know, be it. Yeah, because it's food, right? You know, but, I'm down. Uh, if it's food, I'm down, too. I'm just. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. there are certain things um, when I go home, for example, that I need to have. Right. So everybody being from somewhere different. So, you know, we got. We got Cali in the house. We got New York in the house. We got, I, I guess, Philly or Hoodbridge in yeah, the house. Yeah, we go with Philly. We can go Philly. Uh, uh, we got what, Florida. Florida. And, and Florida. I, I, I don't know. I don't know where, where everybody else from. You know what you claim, at least. But being from New York City, I know for a fact when I go home, one, I need to have my pizza. All right, not up for debate. Best pizza in the world. Don't even want to hear your opinions. Don't bring that Chicago bullshit over here. It's not about the deep dish. It's all about the New York City style pizza. There must be some in that Hudson River water that makes the dough just taste delicious. It might not be good for you, but it's great. Uh, so if you haven't had any New York style pizza, please, you know, if you ever visit. And I'm not talking about, oh, 
you're in California and somebody got a shop that's that's you know New York style pizza or wherever the hell you from. No, I'm talking about you go to the city, you have an actual slice of pizza, it'll change your life. It is a hood food because I'm not talking about like the pizza huts and I'm not talking about the dominoes. I'm talking about like you go to like where I'm from, right? If I go right down the street, little mom and pop pizzeria right there, it's right in the middle of the, in the heart of the hood. I thought you was going to say like mustard sandwiches or something. Oh, no, I didn't mean like poor, like growing hey, up. Eating time, poor out, food. time out, time out, time out. Whoa, 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 Lay. We're not going to say poor food. Okay. Because I am, I am like, not above a I, Hey, listen. Hey, I'm not above a mustard lettuce sandwich. That's what I'm saying. Like he All said, right. good foods. I thought he was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like, you eat, I, but you eat damn plings. So it ain't oh, saying yeah. much about you eating a damn sandwich with mustard and lettuce. Did you just say sandwich? Okay, okay. so I guess so. I guess I guess my topic was a little misleading. Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, yeah, so, because hey, me, me and my brother, okay, we would do that. That that would be the sandwich, man. Like legitimately, man. When uh, when he said that, when the market said the mustard sandwich, like vividly, I remember having mustard lettuce sandwiches, and it wasn't. Did it your mouth water a little bit when he said it? Hey, man, they're good. All right? <laughs> they're good, I mean, all right? So, so, like, on a Friday evening, like right now, if you sit in the house, you'd be like, man, I need to get me a mustard sandwich. No, you know, when, I, when I think of that, like, like I've, I've progressed in my life personally, you know, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. like, the, the mustard lettuce sandwich that was what was in the fridge at the time okay you know that's that we put that together we ate that was what was there and mm. and there, it's two parts to that um one part is we weren't chef boy rd you know okay yeah so we weren't we weren't cooking whatever we knew what was in the refrigerator for dinner we we weren't cooking that um yep. you know and, and and there weren't too many experiments going on outside of of what was simple and that was something that was simple. So yeah. um, either me or my brother would make those sandwiches and the other one of us would, would whip up a batch of Kool-Aid. And mm -hmm. and that's what we had for lunch. Ain't nothing wrong with some Kool-Aid, though. That's why I don't, no, eat, I don't eat fucking, um, what is it? I don't eat Sloppy Joes no more right there. I thought, I, you, I thought you loved Sloppy Joes. Yo, fuck you. I didn't grew up. I don't <laughs> eat no Sloppy Joes. I'm a grown-ass man. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you know, but it's this. Yeah. Now my 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 dad was working two or three jobs, honestly, and my mom was working uh, full time. So there was a lot of times when it was me and my brother. We would be at home, you know, summertime, right? You know, at the at the house, just sure. just getting by until mom got home. So it was like lunchtime came up. That was that was the sandwich. I mean, now how yeah. you're talking about that pizza? Mm -hmm. Um. There are definitely a few little um, spots I'll go in to to get the carne asada, you know? Okay. Because um, that's got to happen. It's got to happen. Right. We touch down and do that. Diana? Listen, well, I, I had some weird favorites, okay? I had Can you I guys hear tomatoes. Me? Yes. Yeah. I would eat sliced <laughs> tomatoes with mayo and salt and pepper. I, that sounds like a snack. I like. I, mean, I, I would eat that. 
But I don't. How many kids you know are slicing up tomatoes, putting mayo and salt and pepper on it? First of all, I don't know what tomatoes is, but I'm assuming you mean tomatoes. Yeah, um, you know the hell I mean. I said tomatoes. Okay. Um, I I would eat that. I mean, it sounds like a an hors d'oeuvre. Yeah. So that and uh, that and spam. <laughs> that and spam. Spam was the go-to. You fry up some spam real quick. You could either put it on bread or you could uh just eat it as, as it is. Oh, we would do uh, we would do fried bologna sandwiches. I mean, oh, that's the one you got. You got to pop it so the bubble. You pop the bubble so it go the, back. For the I, bubble, I, yeah, you got the I bubble. And then, about. I ain't, I ain't never, I ain't never go there. I eat, we, I eat some fried bologna sandwiches. Hey, when we got a little older and we're starting to fry eggs, you left the bubble so that the the uh, the medium egg when it's fried, the bubble on the egg fit right inside the bubble of the bologna. Okay. That's a lesson right. from you know, Chef from Chef Big Damone right there. For y'all that didn't know. Hey, that, you, go cheese? you ain't never go cheese? Oh, you no, know, you put a slice of cheese in the middle to keep them stuck together. Exactly. You know? There you go. Now you know. Now you know how to construct a sandwich. <laughs> so, so wait, wait. Did you do toasted or untoasted? Uh, you, uh, typically, it was untoasted. Okay. All right. Okay. That, that crunch, way the, that the, the, the bread would... Oh no, I believe it, but that way that you know that we had the untoasted would soak up some of the yolk, you know. Yeah, so, but so the other the other part of that is if you go untoasted, you throw a couple of um potato chips in there, then you can mm, still get the crunch and the soak up. Give it that crunch. Okay. All right. Okay. So, but I'm I'm with y'all. You y'all y'all know y'all know what so, it is. So what 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 else you got then, Demarcus? Because I mean, you brought up a pretty valid uh a nice one. I, 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 I would eat that right now, actually. I kind of want to have this probably right after this damn, this podcast, go eat one of them uh, tomatoes. So my the other go-to, unfortunately, back then was, is super easy, man. Is your, is your no shit, win them all, egg salad sandwich. Okay, That's I it. mean. I mean, all you got to do is boil hard-boiled egg, smash that bitch up, put some mustard in there, put some mayo in there, salt and pepper, maybe some relish if you want to get sexy. Boom! Put it on some toast. Yeah, and I wouldn't even—I wouldn't anywhere near that level of uh, creativity, uh, <laughs> food-wise. Yeah, I mean, I guess because you, okay. you hit us with—you hit us with some like professional stuff. You said pizza. <laughs> you think about the stuff you at the house trying to like create. Well, I mean, oh, I, I remember. So I got one. Then I got—I got one since we on the topic. Then I remember. And I used to think it was a food, man. I didn't even consider it a hood food. But, you know, we, we used to whip up, like, spaghetti and, like, throw fancy sauce in that bitch and then some tuna. You said what kind of sauce? Fancy sauce. I don't know what that is. You don't know what fancy sauce is? I have no idea. You've never seen Step Brothers? Uh, no, I have not. I guess not. I don't recall whoa, it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, we got a bigger problem here. But... Fancy sauce is just a combination of ketchup and mayonnaise. Oh, okay. All right. And gives it that, you know, that it's pink. Island. Yes. Okay, gotcha. And, 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 and when I say I, and when I eat this, right, I'm not saying like, man, it was like, man, I, I was dreading, you know, that was the food for, for that day. It was a meal that I, like, would request sometimes. Okay. All right, so here's you my question spaghetti. to you. Now. You said spaghetti? Spaghetti and and did the, did the spaghetti have meat sauce? No. So that's that's what my next question. So noodles. Leads. You had noodles. Noodles. 
Noodles. Okay, so yeah, top yeah, top ramen. No, and... no, like spaghetti. Because <laughs> I've done that. I've had top ramen in, in uh, tuna packets. You know no. what I mean? Yeah, but that's when you were locked up. And that's all you were able to eat. <laughs> Keep bringing up old stuff. <laughs> I remember seeing, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm legit talking. You boil up some spaghetti. You have your fancy sauce ready. It's already mixed. You don't mix it in the pot. It's already mixed. You throw it in there. Then you got your tuna, your can of tuna. And depending on how big, how much, you know, tuna to, to spaghetti ratio you want to have, you might want to have more than one. And all this was in, a, it was, it was, it was heated up. Like it was hot. And I'm assuming, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was that old school tuna where you got to like open the can slightly and then press it down to get all the oil. Yes. And shit out. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. And you know, and, and I would eat that and it was good as fuck. <laughs> like I'm, I'm considering maybe introducing my kids to that today. They, I think they're gonna look at you real strange. They're like, "Hey, Dad, uh, yeah, are we like in some kind of like, are we homeless now? Yeah, are we in a crisis? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I'm telling them to blame the Rona. I don't know. Yeah, if I had a, uh, yeah, I mean, I, if I had a let a lettuce mustard sandwich right now, I think somebody <laughs> would look at me and be like, "Where's the bacon? You know what I mean? Where's the tomatoes? I would definitely, I would definitely say that. I'm like, yeah. hey. I mean, maybe if you threw a slice of cheese in there, I'd be like, okay, you know, a mustard, lettuce, and cheese sandwich. Well, hold up. How does a cheese save it, though? I don't feel like that's the same. Because I, I can eat cheese sandwiches. It doesn't, is it melted yeah. cheese, or, just, or is it just like straight, still, solid slice? Like, oh, I mean, no, like a cheddar. I mean, I'm talking like, you know, craft or the fake craft. Growing up, it's called a grilled cheese. Well, I wouldn't heat it. Some, it depends because sometimes I wouldn't even heat it up. Oh, it'd just be bread and cheese. Hey, so here's my here's my question to you because my, my my children act like it's real peasant like if I ask them to do this. Have you ever eaten a hot dog? Okay. On um bread? on normal bread, yeah, one, just, yeah. you just put it diagonally so you can fold it right. Yeah, of course. Yep. My yeah. kids be like, Dad, we don't got no hot dog buns. I'm like, what the what what? <laughs> I mean, they. I'm telling you, man. It's it's, it's it's basically like the conversation, yeah, right. the conversation that we had, the last talk. I want to say, or or when we were talking about kids, man, it's just a different upbringing, you know. And it's right. and it's not. I mean, it's it's not bad. I mean, it's valid. Hey, we don't have any hot dog buns, so we can't eat hot dogs. But no, you can put this on that bread. Put it diagonal, like correct. Put a slit through the center. Put some ketchup mustard. I on. mean, yeah. And if you if if they know that, then they know that. But if you just tell them, hey, man, we having some hot dogs tonight, the first initial response that you're probably going to get is we didn't got no buns. We got to go to the store. No, I'm like, you better you better be creative. Be creative. All right. I mean, is it? My grandma used to, I mean, my grandma used to like get a hot dog and split it down the middle and then fry it. Oh, man. Those things used to be legit. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think since we mentioned, um, you know, I, I, I brought a pretty, I guess you can call it a peasant food. Um, you know, does anybody have anything else that's that's kind of to that caliber where like you had to mix a bunch of ingredients together just to? I mean, think about it. How much does that meal really cost us? You know what I'm saying? Some some nowadays, not a lot, right? You know what I'm saying? Some tuna, some some pasta, whatever pasta you want. Tuna, but I mean, it don't cost much, man. Y'all y'all have anything else you kind of grew up aside from mustard sandwiches? Oh, so since you said that, the easy another easy one because I said 
what egg salad sandwich is the tuna the tuna sandwich man you open up some tuna you put some mayo some salt pepper ketchup and some damn relish and it feels like those are all the same ingredients for everything mayo salt pepper yep uh relish and then you got some kind of sandwich I ain't a relish guy no you you right on that you right on that but uh but yeah we were Tuna the more sandwich. I'm listening to uh, DBE's meal, man, the more I'm thinking of like some kind of tuna casserole, really. Mm. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, but he can't make casseroles no more, unfortunately. So, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, my, man, fuck my kids, man. R.I.P. <laughs> hey, well, well, hey, what he's referring to is just probably about an hour and a half ago, my son dropped every casserole dish off the counter, shattered in my kitchen. And right before this, I was, you know, assisting and yelling at him at the same time picking it up so you know i'm gonna have to hit the store later and pick some up because we can't live without yeah. the hey, casserole dishes man we we on that ca- i'm about that casserole life hey, so here's go, the deal since y'all said that pirate this is, going, this is going to like this is going to steer us away from the hood foods that's right the crazy thing that's what, what it was big it was pyrex and it broke yeah it happens every now and then but i'm sorry i'm sorry what the market's good what casseroles are out there the only only casserole i know that i've ever partaked in is that green Bean casserole. Oh, oh man, yeah. no, uh, no dog. Wifey, white people chicken casserole, casserole anything. You yeah, casserole, chicken, chicken casserole, tuna casserole. Oh, yeah, just, you know, I'm missing you, out. Just use a little bit of imagination. You put it together, man. Just change the out, change the green bean to anything you want, essentially. Because the only time I get a casserole is like Thanksgiving. We get that green bean casserole, we good. Nah, man, you take that green bean casserole, exact thing, right? And change it with whatever you want. Take the green beans out and substitute it with something else, with the other same ingredients. Boom. I, I guess I'll figure it out. I ain't obviously I'm not a big casserole person because I don't never got a lot of casseroles coming this way. Yeah, you should uh should talk more to your Caucasian friends, man. They'll hook it up. I'm talking to you. Nah, nah, nah. I'm team light skin, baby. All right, so that covered a lot of good stuff for the uh, hood food favorites. Uh, so last but not least, the topic um, submitted by our boy, um, Sam, you know, a.k.a. Sam G. Hey, shout out um, to Sam. Shout out to Sam. Hell yeah. Shout out to Sam G, man. If you don't know him, I don't know who the fuck you are. All right. That last topic is um, um unfair professional advancements. So I guess at work, like promotions like you know that dude or that chick it just obviously sucks somehow they got promoted over you maybe you suck and you just don't know it but you think you don't suck i, I don't know what are y'all what are your thoughts i th- i think it i think i look at it from both perspectives so not just like the individual not being good at performing or whatever whatever it is that they're good at i think sometimes i mean in my case uh, I, I feel like I use the, you know, me being a minority as as a way to, you know, you know, not take away from the work, but use it to my advantage for investment. How? What do you mean? Because I know that I'm going to probably get a little. Oh, we need this many. The quota. Damn. Don't. Okay. Hey, let, let, let's let's not let's not get away and think that there isn't such a thing as a quota. I'm not. I mean, I'm going to lie because <laughs> I, I never think about that stuff. I never sit down and be like. How many black of these <laughs> job ranks or whatever do you need? How many of us black? Do you no, need? so I, I'm, I'm not. Like, hey, I'm not gonna say that I that that's what I do, right? That I sit there and I say, oh, let me look at let me look at this particular job and see, wh- you know, demographically or 
what races they have in there. And that's, that's not necessarily what, I, what I'm saying. Is what I'm saying is I know as a Latino man that, you know, if I'm lined up with somebody else and we're pretty close or where things or maybe there's a, you know, a little bit more room for the Latinos in the community that more than likely not not giving it a percentage. But I'm just saying I might have an edge just due to the fact that I'm Latino. OK. All right. Vic. I don't I don't know. I don't know if I uh, if I go all the way down down either of those roads. I, I think, think a lot of mixed. times. OK, well, I think a lot of times you get the see now vote, uh, too, man. He ain't that I'm not even. <laughs> he said yet. Really, really, what I'm getting ready to say is is has nothing to do with with the color of your skin. Um, when I go in and I do my job, when I'm feeling like I'm doing my job, if I have something that I can hand off to somebody else, and it's going to help them shine, mm-hmm. I don't need that individual to turn back around and say, "Oh, well, I got it from him." I just need them to go do that thing. Yep. So a lot of times, I think that we don't always understand what's going on with somebody else's situation completely okay all we have is what all we have is what we see and so because what we see from somebody else doesn't match up to what we are doing and how we perceive our work ethic and our workflow it it skews that view right mhm now that is not a blanket statement i don't i don't mean that to say that i don't think there are uh unfair advantages or does it does it seem that um you know sally down the way who's really hot is getting more attention from joe who's a little overweight but works twice as hard right you know yeah that 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 plays a role into it too um fair unfair like dislike call it what you want but uh you know those things they happen Right, you know, and it, so, it depends on the the employer. It depends on the the work environment. Um, I think it's a personality I'm, I'm based not, thing as well, too. But here's I'm my sure question, like, right? Yeah, because we're we're talking like I'm assuming we're talking like third party or third account, right? How many of us have actually literally been passed over for something though? Like, how do yeah, we no, feel I in haven't. that moment, and what do we think? I, I haven't either. Yeah. So I think you have to look at it from a perspective of potentially somebody that has that hasn't had any type of adversity, but still wasn't given, you know, the promotion, for example. I think more right, because I think at the end Go ahead. I think at the end of the day, we we sit there and we say, Okay, I have successfully done X, Y, and Z. We almost line up our achievements, right? Yep. And then we try to put our achievements in line with what we think need uh, what we think are the requirements for promotion. Right. And then if we fall short, we start asking ourselves, well, damn it, I did everything I thought I needed to do to be promoted. Mm-hmm. Why am I not promoted? And this person is. So that's when I think it starts to spiral in the mind to make you start to question things if you're one of those people. I think I think what and back to, you know, the Sam Gordon for providing the the topic, I think where he was leaning towards because I went completely left with it when I initially talked about it, uh, went straight for the minority card. But what he was referring to, in my mind at least, was when you know that somebody isn't good at what they do, and even if you do, if even if you are in competition with that individual and the both of you are promoted, for example, 
sometimes people are like, man, how the hell did he get it or she get it, right? But mm-hmm. I think um, more more to his point or more to the the point of the discussion from the topic that he presented was why do you know? I think it's I think it's a lot deeper than what we what we look at it as. Like now, I'm not just talking about you know the pretty girl, um, the guy that's really busting his ass, not getting promoted. I think what people are afraid of nowadays is to tell people the truth, and there are ways to go about telling people the truth. And I'm not even talking from a peer to peer level. I'm talking from a professional standpoint where you have a boss that ultimately writes some sort of report on you either by you know biannually or annually and they are not honest with you and you think that at the end of the day that you're doing an outstanding job when in fact you're not but we built this culture where people are afraid to professionally be professionals and tell them where they're either they're lacking or where they're not doing good so then at the end of the day they think that their subpar performance is above par or right on par i mean i would agree with that what you got Vic? Mm-hmm. no I, I see exactly what you're saying and uh, and that that comes back down to a lot of the uh everybody's participating everybody gets involved everybody gets a ribbon uh and and now if you tell somebody something that they don't like you are the one that is oppressing them so Hey, you're not doing a good enough job with this. Well, you can't, you can't tell me that or, you know, whatever. They want to go run to HR and they got to complain about something. And, uh, and it it makes it difficult to be professionally honest with somebody and let them know they are not meeting the mark. So I guess here's my Uh, question now. So go, I'm sorry, go, go ahead, Vic. No, all I was going to say is, uh, that being said, um, the, the fact that, that people's, uh, shy away from being professionally honest and, uh, and and affording them the opportunity to get better is also a problem, right? Like it it, go, it goes both ways. You you don't get to have it, uh, you know, how you want it. Uh, you need to be able to tell people they need to do a better job, and you need to be able to accept that. And and that's what I think. About it. I think people okay. we just kind of built this culture where people are just you know uneasy or just don't like hearing what other people have to say, and they're there are professional ways to get your point across. And I've actually worked with plenty of professionals that have, you know, either to me or somebody else or consulted with me about another individual on how they should approach a certain topic. But then at the end of the day, they're also always the what if is always in the back of the head. Like, like Vic said, where we've kind of fostered this whole culture where if somebody feels like they're being attacked, then automatically it's some sort of, you know, HR type problem and that it seems to be the go-to card um, whenever something some somebody hears something that they're not trying to you know that they feel that is not true or they feel like they're being attacked now are, do you think there's some situations where it's like the lesser of two evils hey listen we have this this position open we have to we must fill this position we get that we have these two people. Uh, one might be, you know, uh, more, you know, qualified, but has less time there. But one has more or seniority, if you want to call it that, but may not be as good as the other person. Do you think those things are taken into consideration? Uh, 
I think it depends on, on who is the one that's taking the things into consideration. You and I may look at, at a potential candidate um, or a, a position we need to fill, and we may look mm-hmm. at six candidates. And there may be things that you find in candidates uh, as desirable traits for employment that I may not. Mm-hmm. And while we are both on the same level of who we can em- employ, um, we have different ideas on, on the type of individual we want to employ. So when you're looking at advancements and employments, that's something that needs to be taken into consideration too. The other person okay. may not be as skilled, but maybe their people personality or their people skills are better, and that makes them more but desirable. What, but what if you don't know that person um, personally? What if you haven't observed that person for yourself? What if you are sitting there with a folder or a file or a piece of paper that says there are two people that are, in essence, almost the same, if not maybe one is a little bit more average than the other? Like, if you have a paper file to make these decisions on, right, and one has seniority vice the other one, like, how are you assessing, how are you getting a complete assessment if they have no, like, negative paperwork? Well, if, if there's nothing negative to have been said about either one of the two of them, and, and they're both equal across the board, then what is making one stand out than the other? In a situation where somebody is getting selected over the other, then I would actually come back to what uh, DB said earlier, and that's look at what's the quota. Where, gotcha. okay. where, where in my company, um, where in the, the company HR string or however it plays out, where, where is the quota? I need to have um, at least 22% females in a management position. I need to have uh, 30% African-Americans. I need to have 42% Caucasians. I need to have at least 18% Latin, whatever the case is. I don't know the numbers. But if I need to fill one of those number gaps and I have somebody who's neck and neck or, or you know, a, uh, an acceptable percentage difference or less, uh, I will select that person in order to maintain the overall company structure. Now, I asked that question because we're sitting here now um, giving our view on how we judge, like, like, like I think Ego said, you know that this person isn't good, right? If you know this person isn't good, that doesn't mean that you know that this person has bad paperwork. If there's someone that's only looking at paperwork, maybe their paperwork shows good things they've done in the past. And so just because we see it daily, whoever wrote on him or observed that person didn't see it. And so they reflect it as being a good um, worker. And so their record looks good. And they get promoted. That's what I'm saying. Like we're, we're 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 kind of taking this from, hey, we work with this person every day. We know they're we we know they suck, but we don't know what their actual files looks like. And I think that's right. where I think that's where the depend. I mean, it really depends on the position and how that company is structured or however, right? But I I, I do feel like there should be, especially if we're looking at a senior level position, where some sort of not just, you know, obviously, first thing you look is the paper to see, you know, the paperwork to see how this individual is and if at least he qualifies for the position. But then after that, that's when you start, you know, the interviewing process, however that may be for your company. Um, but a preferred method would be 
you know, something as simple as maybe just, you know, a conversation, an actual interview. And I think we in our profession, that is not done. Uh, it's more like, hey, uh, how high up in the, you know, it, how, how high up is this individual and where can we place him? Um, but as well as the fact of how long have they been in this position? Right. They're and, in essence, their tenure idea. And and I think and that goes back to the whole honesty thing, because I, I'll be honest, especially in our in our profession. And, and I might be that individual. Right. Because to me, I'm, I believe I'm hitting X, Y and Z wicket wise. Right. But for all I know, I missed the mark on, you know, whatever, whatever it is that is asked of me or that should be. But then. When that's where you have to give that honest opinion or that honest assessment of the individual. And believe it or not, that's why these practices or these things are put in place. So situations where the person that sucks doesn't end up in a very high, you know, high up in the hierarchy or, or something of that sort. And now you have representation of you, you know, you being at that lower echelon or whatever. Now, you know, your whole community as a whole sucks because the head guy of your community, for example, is not meeting the mark. So obviously that means that everybody else is also meeting the mark or not meeting the mark. Okay. I mean, that's fair. And I, that that's why I, I, I mention it. And obviously I don't want to get into specifics when, you know, talking, I'm just talking across the board, any type of organization, it doesn't matter. Um, people are just not honest. And I'm not talking about the, people just being honest with themselves. That's one thing I'm talking about people that, you know, are evaluating these individuals and I, and not to take away from people that actually do, cause I do believe that there is, but automatically, and I've seen it where somebody's getting evaluated and I'm like, Oh yeah, that, that sounds about right. And then they'll be like, Oh, you know, can you believe they gave me this on, on this trait? And I'm like, uh, I mean, it's right. And you know, they don't, they honestly do not believe that that's where they belong. So I mean, it can go both ways, and it just really depends on how receptive an individual is to any type of criticism. But more than likely, they're not going to like, even if they know they're not as good as they could be, ain't nobody going to say, oh, yeah, man, I ain't going to take this promotion. I'm going I'm to go ahead and uh, turn this down. I mean, I'm not going to say not anyone. No no one. There are people that will say that, but it might not necessarily because they suck. Right. But I don't, I don't think the people that do suck really say that often. Like, you know what? I'm not as good as so-and-so. Go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and past this one and you can give it to somebody else okay yeah i mean we and we see it all the time man i mean let, let's call it what it is uh, i'm sure you know at some point in, in our careers we have seen something of this sort maybe more often than not yeah or we or we've actually worked with people who um had a higher position than us and it, literally they did nothing like they like you did all the work right and they got the credit and you're just like how the hell did you get this job like how are you still working here right yeah. So it, it, I mean, it's just, I think to me, one of the biggest things is just, you know, people just being scared to actually communicate with individuals, but there might be, there might be reasons. They might be scared of the repercussions that come with it. And it's, it might not even be an actual repercussion, but it might be the fact that they're scared that this person might report them or something of that sort just because they were being honest and nothing bad really happened it was just honesty and they just didn't know how to handle it yeah that's fair yo vic you there yeah he gone i just listen to what you guys are saying i mean what what are your thoughts i mean do you think 
we're way off or do you think that you know we have some some points some solid uh not you know analysis listen, there if i suck and i get selected for motion i'm taking that money i'm like hey listen, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm about to buy this tesla i ain't got time for this bullshit no yeah. I, I mean honestly there, there's validity on on all sides and it, it all comes down to point of view you know okay. when, when uh when when you get selected and and you're the one getting promotion uh promoted you're you're now the branch manager you're now the the whatever it is of course you think it's right of course you're you know you're happy to be there no you don't think that you were uh selected off of off of uh anything else other than your merit hopefully right right and when you don't get that promotion you have a different point of view you're salty you didn't make it so that other person had to have some advantage that you didn't have right so it's it's perception really at the end of the day i think it comes down to the perception of the individual um and their their ability to deal with their own personal adversities and uh and the environment in which they're they surround themselves with you know that sounds good i was about to do a real quick random dad joke but i ain't gonna do it i'll save it (laughs) kind of want to hear it all right good i'm gonna do it all right so me and my boy where we were just walking down the street okay uh, hanging out we see this weird shaped uh, or odd looking tree. He walks over to the tree. He climbs up the tree. He kind of hangs on uh, one of the like perches and like is messing with some stuff. I say, hey man, what you trying to do? He look at me, dead ass. And he's like, hey, I'm trying to become a branch manager. Boom, there it is. Stop, just stop. There it is. Edit, edit that one out. No, nah, I'm keeping it. He's working it. He's working it. Gotta get good at those things. Hey, I ain't got a lot of them, you know. I'm only a dad of two. You know, we got other people here that got like 10 kids. Mm, T-Night's got 17 of them. Mm. You next in line. You got like four. I do got four. Hopefully three by next year. Oh, I mean, you still going to have that kid. It's just not going to be at the house with you. Yeah. That's it. Actually, actually, I should be down two next year. That ain't too bad. Get them all the way out. The only problem is they got voided out when you had a baby. So two of them is still overlapped by one baby. Yeah, uh, 100%, guys, I do not recommend uh, having a child, especially when there's a 12-year gap. 100% not recommend. Yeah, well, I, All right, I, may well or may not, I may or may not feed into that. All right, y'all got anything else? Y'all got any closing statements before he closes out? No, I'm, I'm glad we got the opportunity to, to sit and, and talk about a few things, get some different points of view out there and, and see what uh, see what everybody else thinks. Yeah, I think that's key, you know, kind of incorporating this whole, you know, one that was a the last topic was a fan's topic. So we appreciate your input. It shows that some at least at least we got one person out there listening, right? Yeah, we got yeah, we got the Sam G, man. Yeah. Sam G is looking out. Yeah. He gave us a topic and yeah. we talked about it and we gave multiple shout outs. Yeah, but just know, you know, if you are if you are somebody else that's listening and you know, typically we try to do three to four topics. And we definitely take into consideration anything that somebody might bring. So, you know, the next time, next go around might be you. All right. So uh, with that being said, this will pretty much close out top five. So we've covered, um, what is it? What is it? Hood food favorites, which wasn't really hood foods because somebody brought out pizza. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we talked about uh, the difference between friendships and associates or associationships or associateships, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and then last but not least, we talked about unfair uh, professional advancements. All right. So this is uh, DeMarcus Black signing out with 
Victor Moan. That boy Ego. Yeah.